God bless you guys. Welcome to another episode of JR Podcast, where we glorify the name of God through our testimonies. Today, once again, we have our brother in Christ, Mauricio Hernandez, joining us for the second time um, to just share his testimony. We had him once on here sharing his testimony in Spanish, and I felt that it was only right to do this in English. So, my brother, God bless you. Thank you for joining us again. God bless you, brother. Thank you for having me again. I appreciate it. Thank you. Amen. It was a true blessing to be able to hear your testimony in Spanish. It was my first time. So, you know, there was a lot of nerves like just running through me. So uh, right now it should be a little bit more easier for me to to be able to, to just have a conversation with you. Um, so if you could just introduce yourself to our listeners so they can know who you are, like where you come from and, you know. Okay. My name is, praise the Lord, everybody. My name is Marisa Hernandez. I was born in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and I was raised in uh, Corona, California. That's where I went to my last year of uh, elementary, junior high, and high school. And uh, we pretty much moved there to uh, Missouri. Then I moved to Indiana. And then uh, I moved to Chicago. And, uh, and I just moved back to Indiana and then I moved back to Chicago and then I got baptized in the name of Jesus Christ in the Apostolic Christian mm -hmm. Church. And that's where my life changed. Uh, I became a, I became a songwriter, a Christian songwriter in Spanish. Uh, and, uh, I would write songs about God, about the Lord and, uh, about his, how he saved me and, uh, this power, his, 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 uh, his, just everything. I mean, his, his forgiveness, his mercy, everything, you know? And uh, I never wanted to become a songwriter. I never wanted to do this, never in my life. Uh, when I was growing up, I like I like corridos, which for us, is, it's about stories about drug dealers in the world. But uh, I never wanted to become a writer. I never wanted to do this, never. Uh, especially not for God, you know? I only wanted, well, when I, became, when I turned 28, I started to get, a, I got a pen and a piece of paper and I start writing, but for the world, because I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't know about God. At that time, I was—I believe I was selling drugs already at that time. I would traffic drugs from Chicago to Indiana and sell it in Indiana. And uh, and I started start writing, you know, uh, music for the world. But I didn't know that God had a plan for me. I had no—I had no clue. I mean, this just happened out of the blues. I mean, my mom, my 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 father, my sisters—they don't sing, they don't play an instrument, they don't write music. I mean, they don't know anything about music, really, nothing, nothing about music, neither do I, but, uh, you know, God, God put that in my heart, and I started writing for the world, and uh, when I moved to Chicago the second time, uh, I moved there, and I continued selling drugs in Chicago, and uh, one day, my father went to Chicago to visit me, and then he went to Milwaukee, to Wisconsin, they were having a, a church activity over there, and that's where he got baptized in Wisconsin in the name of Jesus Christ in the Apostolic Church. And uh, I picked him up in Chicago. Uh, he came in the bus, I believe, and uh, he said he got baptized. And I'm like, what? What? I mean, what is he talking about? You know, what? What is? What's? What's? I, I had no clue what he was telling me. Like, you know, he's in another religion. I, I call it religion. You know, I mean, he's in another religion. We're Catholic. I don't know. What is he doing over there? You know, I have, well, why would he even do that? And uh, and one day, I I got I went to Israel. 
know, into Israel one day because I was supposed to die in 2004-2005. Uh, my ex-girlfriend did witchcraft on me. She did uh, black magic or witchcraft. Uh, the way she did is she put something in the food that, that she would give me. But I had no clue that it was witchcraft. I had no clue what she was giving me. I thought it was just food, you know. So I almost died. I almost died. And when I moved back to uh, Indiana and uh, in December, my, my, my uncle and aunt, my mom's brother and uh, his wife, they went to Mexico, to Durango, Mexico, where my mom and dad are from. And he took me with them, and uh, and uh, I uh, he took me to a, a witch. Well, well, now I know that they're all witches. You know what I mean? There's because this is what they tell us: if it's if it's black magic, it's from the devil. If it's white, it's from God. But that's not true. Yeah. Do not let people lie to you. Don't let people lie to you because I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna say this to everyone that's looking at this podcast. That's, there's no such thing as black magic and white magic. Everything is from the devil. That's White magic is not from God. Everything is, is satanic. That's not from the Lord. But mm -hmm. a lot of Catholics, we're blind. I mean, we're, we're lost. You know what I mean? We don't see the light. We, we live in, uh, in darkness. And, uh, yeah, so the, we went over there, and she supposedly that she healed me from witchcraft. But it wasn't her. It was God all along. It was the power of Jesus Christ. You know, his Amen. name is wow. You know, he's the biggest. There's only one God. His name is Jesus Christ. I mean, that, that that's just it. You know, and that was like, oh, God healed me, but because of her, and my uncles took me to her, and I'm thankful with, I'm thankful, I'm thankful with my with God, and my and then my uncle, and my aunt, and that that lady, that lady witch. But like I said, like I said, it, it, she she did not heal me from witchcraft. It was the Lord Jesus Christ. You need to mm -hmm. remember that. When things like this happen to you, because it happened to me, when they take you to these places, especially us Hispanics, we believe in that. They said that the, that the witch doctor, the witch person healed you, but that's not true. God healed you because God wanted to heal you. Because God, cause God, mm -hmm. God had plans for you, you know what I mean? It, it, was, it, wasn't the, it wasn't the witch, it was God. So I promised God, I said, in five years, I'm going to go to Israel where you were born and I'm going to thank you on my knees and I'm going to cut myself with a knife and my finger and I'm going to pee with my blood. So five years came and I was living back in Chicago again and that was in October, I remember that correctly. And I go to Israel. I fly from Chicago to New Jersey, from New Jersey to Israel. It was a long flight. It was tiring. flight was like 10, 12 hours. And uh, when I get there, I go to the hotel and... Uh, there was like a tour bus. I have never seen so many people from all over the world in one place like Israel. I mean, you see people from Brazil, Americans, Hispanics. You see African-Americans. You see Asians. I mean, you see people from all over the world. I mean, the hotels are full. I mean, there's just tons of people there. So we get into a small little bus, like a mini bus, and you would give us a tour around Israel. And uh, it came to the point where we had to cross to Bethlehem. So we crossed to Bethlehem, and I remember that I bought, uh, in Spanish, it's called a rosario. I don't know what, the, what it's called in English, like a rosary. A rosary, yeah. And then I had another one for my, for my, for my, uh, for my, what is this called? Uh, Your wrist. My wrist, with, with crosses. It was really nice. I mean, it looks, they look so pretty. That's how the devil tricks you. The devil's lying to you. 
The yeah. devil makes it look nice so you can buy it and wear it. You know, right. that's but that's satanic. It's not from God. Anyway, I was there and uh and then we get off the bus, off the off the the, the, the small mini bus, and we're walking and we're in a corner, I will never forget this. And there was a man there next to me, and there and the beautiful girl was walking. And I told him, Look how beautiful that woman is, she's beautiful. And he didn't say nothing to me. He was just, he just, he didn't speak. He didn't go with the flow. You know what I mean? So out of the blues, he says, do you know that God doesn't want you to wear that rosary around you? God doesn't like that. And I'm like, and I got mad because he's like, well, who is he to tell me that? That's none of his business, you know? And, uh, and then his, his son-in-law, he said, Robert, come here. He held the Bible with him. He says, show him where God does not like him to wear a rosary. And he showed me in the Bible, in the scripture. And they were pastors. They were both pastors. But I didn't, I didn't know they were pastors. I had no clue they were pastors. The father-in-law and the son-in-law were pastors in, uh, in Ecuador. In Ecuador. So we start talking and everybody's walking in front of us. And we're the last two to be in the back of the, of, of, of the whole crowd, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and, and he gives me the Bible. And I have the Bible open in my hands, and he's next to me, and he's reading the Bible without looking at the Bible, word per word, letter by letter. He had it all in his mind. He was reading it. He knew the Bible without reading the Bible. I'm like, wow, he's he's, he's, he's a smart man, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, we get back on the tour bus, and we go to the, uh, 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 the, where, where John the Baptism, John, John the Baptist baptized Jesus Christ. The the Jordan River. The Jordan River. Mm-hmm. So we go to the Jordan River, and everybody's dressed in white, like in like white, like 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 white sheets. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like a uniform, all in white. And I see them begin to the water, and 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 his son-in-law says, "Are you going to get baptized?" And I said, "No." He he got kind of mad at me. He he, he made like a mad face. You know what I mean? Because I didn't get baptized, right? And I asked his father-in-law. Uh, Pastor Segundo, I said, Pastor, if I get baptized, can I still go to clubs? He says, No, you can't go to clubs no more once you get baptized. I said, Well, I'm not going to get baptized because I love going. I love partner. I love going to clubs in Chicago. So when he went into the water, that's this is this was this was a beautiful thing. Besides me getting baptized, this yeah. was beautiful. This was gorgeous. Even though I was a Catholic, I was in the world and I was a drug dealer. I was selling cocaine in Chicago. It was beautiful because he says, Mauricio, get into the water. I'm like, me? He goes, yeah, you, come on, come on, get in the water. So I I, I had jeans on. I, I mean, I got wet. Literally, I was all wet. And he says, here, you get the camera and you take pictures. And both of the pastors were, were putting people under the water and picking them up. They were getting baptized, all dressed in white. And that was just a beautiful experience, even for a even for a Catholic, someone in the world, even for a drug dealer like me that sold cocaine in Chicago that was in the drug business. Mm-hmm. That was just a beautiful experience for me because I never seen that before, you know. Yeah. And uh, and I take pictures of them when they were coming down the water, and they were when they were coming out of the water. I took pictures mm-hmm. mostly when they were coming out of the water, I think, if I remember correctly. So we get back on that tour bus, and we're there for I think six days or whatever, and. Uh, the at uh, the last day before I had I had to leave next morning at four or five o'clock in the morning to get the airplane, so they were eating, and I went to say bye. You know, his his he was there, his wife was there, his son and I was there, and people from Ecuador were there, brothers, Christian brothers and sisters. 
and uh, he gave me his email, you know, and I regret throwing his email away. I regret it so bad. I regret it because I never got in contact with him anymore. Wow. I mean, I didn't know I was going to get it back. I didn't know I was going to give my life to God. I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah. So I just threw it away, but I regret it so much. I really regret doing that uh, from the bottom yeah. of my heart. I wish I could call him and say, you know what? I got baptized, you know? Yeah. You That's know, I was going to. I was going to ask you that. I was like, I was going to ask you if you had ever came in contact with him again. No, no, I never wow. did no more. I never did. Uh, his wife gave, gave, gave me his email, but uh, I threw it away. Oh. And, uh, and, uh, but it was something, something happened because when we and him were in the back talking, when the group, group was in the front, yeah, I said, you know what? I, I write music about drug dealers. That's what I like to write to the world. He says, but you know, I say, I say, you know, but what? I also want to write about God. And he says, you know what? God's going to use you. But I had no clue what he, I had no clue what he was saying though, because I was yeah. lost in the world. Yeah. So, so God's going to use you too. God's going to use you. And I will never forget these words. He said this to me in 2010. Never forget it. October 2010. And, uh, well, I come back to the States. But this is how God works. He sent me from Chicago to Israel. He sent them from, from Ecuador to Israel. He sent us to two different parts of the world, to the other side of the world, for him yeah. to preach the word of God to me. I mean, that's how God, that's how God works. Amen. Take me to another world, another country, you know what I mean? Across the, across the world. Amen. So, when, when, uh, before, I back, before I went back to Chicago... We go back. We go to that church where Jesus Christ was born. It's a star with fourteen dots around it, fourteen points around it, and it's it's a Catholic church because there was a Catholic priest giving mass. I remember that, and the church was being rebuilt. They were working inside the church. You can tell that they were rebuilding the church. I mean, it it, it didn't look like a like a normal church already done. They were working on it. You see dirt and all kinds of stuff, wood and everything, and you walk down the steps of that church. And there's a star where Jesus Christ was born, you know, over 2,000 years ago. Wow. But now it's a church, though. Now, now it's a church. It's totally different now. And I got on my knees and I and I said, God, uh, I'm here to I'm here to I'm here to 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 uh, pay you what I promised you, because I didn't die in 2004, 2005. And I said, Here I'm paying. I'm paying. And as for us Hispanics, we call it Amanda, where we promise something. And we okay. go, and it, if something happens, we go and we say thanks to him. But I didn't cut myself with a knife. I didn't, I, I didn't have a chance to do that, uh, to cut my finger with a knife so I can put it on with my blood, you know. I just got on my knees, and I thanked them, and I said, I if I'm here to promise what I what I promised you, and I and I did it. Because there was, there was like thousands of people, thousands of people that wanted to go in there. So the people in charge, you let one by one, but you have to move fast. Hurry, hurry, hurry! You gotta leave, 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 because there's more people waiting on lot. There, the line is so long. I mean, it's uh, there's thousands of people that want to go there, so you yeah. have to hurry up. You know what I mean? If you're there, so, like you, I'm, so you can't sit there for a minute or, or just like kind of no. soak in what you're where you're at. Dang, that's that's crazy. I didn't I didn't know that. No, you have to hurry up. I mean, yeah. I wasn't even I wasn't on my knees that, saying thanks to him. Not even like for a minute, probably, or or less than a minute, maybe a minute or less. And I had to leave, and other people would come in and take pictures, and now you have to leave. And I mean, guys, I say it, it's just people from all over the world go there. The whole, yeah. every every country goes there to see to see how to see you know where God was born. And uh, when I come back to Chicago, 
I, I continue selling drugs. And I also had another, I also had a job, you know, I was working for, uh, at a cell phone store, store, but I was also selling drugs on the side. And uh, one day I was in bed, but before that, when I would go and deliver drugs, when I was in, driving my car in the freeway, it was a blue Dodge Intrepid, I remember that. Uh, I would feel, I would feel bad, not, not, not because of, of my health, but because of my conscience. My heart was sad, I was a sad person. I wasn't happy no more because when I would get money, I would be happy because I was making money. But now I was sad. I was, I was sad inside of me. I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I, I'm like, why do I feel so sad? You know, I'm a drug dealer. Why should I be happy? Cause I'm going to make some money. Yeah. And I said, well, I'm, I'm going to be a drug dealer. So I'm going to continue doing this. Whether I'm, whether my heart is happy or sad, I'm going to continue doing drugs. And I did for a very short period of time though. When, uh, when that happened, I was in bed one day, I was laying down, and something, oh, it was the Holy Spirit, but back then, I didn't know what was going on, but it was God, and it was the Holy Spirit talking to me, he goes, all these images, throw them away, I had the, 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 the Virgen de Guadalupe, San Fuerza Taredo, and, and the one I thought that was Jesus Christ, which is, they're all demons from the devil, I had, I had three images, I had three candles on each, I had one candle for each one, and I had uh, I had uh, my, my rosary and what I brought from Israel, the, the 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 small rosary for my for my wrist and everything. And I didn't want that no more. I, I wanted to throw it away. That's I mean, God know what He was doing. God 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 touched me. You know what I mean? He know what He was doing. Yeah. And I called my dad, and I said, you know what, Dad? I don't want these images here no more. I don't want this. My dad says, throw them away. And I said, no, because if I throw them away, God's gonna punish me. When you're Catholic, they tell you God's gonna punish you. You know what I mean? I'm like, I can't throw it away because I'm throwing God. I'm going. I'm throwing God to the trash can. He's God. I can't throw him away. And that says, no, he's not God. He's not God. That image is not Jesus Christ. So throw it away. I said, no. We'll see what happens. So then I call his pastor, which I never met in person. I I, I met him a couple weeks later, but I didn't. When I call him, I haven't met him in person yet because they were in Indianapolis, Indiana, and I was in Chicago. So I called his pastor and I said, Brother Santiago, I want to I wanna throw these images away. I mean, I don't want them no more. He goes, throw them away. And I says, no, because God's going to punish me. I'm throwing God to the trash can because that's God right there. The image is God. He goes, no, 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 that's not God. Throw them away. <laughs> and I said, okay. And I called another Christian brother, and uh, Brother Jose Hernandez in, in Chicago. We, we worked together, but we worked in different stores. I, I, I train he I train I train at his store but then when I was finished training I, I was sent to another store. Yeah. So he was already a Christian and he and he's a good preacher too. So I called him up, I said, Brother Jose, you know what? I want to throw his images away. I don't want this here no more. He goes, throw them away. And I said, No, because if I throw them away, God's gonna punish me. Uh, that's God, and I can't throw God to the garbage can. He says, right. Throw them away, and when you throw them away, call me. So in the name of Jesus Christ, in the powerful name of Jesus Christ, with the blood of Jesus Christ, that blood that has no sin, that blood that's that's pure, and that blood that's powerful, and it has and it has that blood that has everything. I got Amen. everything, and I threw it to the garbage in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. I went outside to the big dumpster outside my apartment, and I threw everything away: the images, the candles. The the rosary I got in Israel, the 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 the, the small uh, 
rosary for my uh for my wrist with with crosses i threw mm -hmm. everything away amen so when i when i throw it away i come back and i called brother jose and i said you know what brother jose i threw everything away he goes good yeah. Mauricio, good because you know that's not god that's not god mm -hmm. so i called my father up a couple of days later and i said dad what in what church are you what christian church he goes i'm in an apostolic church mm -hmm. i wanted to be in the i want to go to the same church that my father was in to be in the same church because we're you know we're family so i called brother pastor santiago rivera up and i said pastor i i want to go to a apostolic church in chicago but i don't know where a church in chicago is he says, where do you live? And I said, I live in Summit. Well, he said, my brother's a pastor in, uh, in West Chicago. He's, he had another brother in Skokie that was also a pastor in Skokie, Illinois. He goes, but that's too far from your house. I'm going to give you a name of another pastor that's close by. And he was close by, actually. So he gives me the, his, his name and number, and I call him up. And for, and for New Year's, I go, to, I go to that church for the 31st of December. And, but the pastor wasn't there. He was in Mexico because his, his mother-in-law passed away. So him and his wife went to, went, went to the funeral in Mexico, in Zacatecas, Mexico, to be more exact. And uh, I went, I went, I walked in there on the 31st. It was night. It was around oh, 19 o'clock at night. Mm -hmm. and, 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 and the first thing I, I see there was all the whites were, all the walls were all white. There was no images. There was no, there was no nothing. No, I mean, there, there pretty much, there was nothing on the walls. There was no images of nothing. And I already knew there was no images of nothing because my father told me. But when I walked in there, I felt like I was in prison. I felt like it was a prison, like, like, like a jail. That's how sneaky the devil is. He makes you think that way. So when I'm there, I mean, every, I mean, I just, I just seemed like it was a jail house for me, like a prison or something. Yeah. And then what got my attention were the way women were dressed. The way the sisters were dressed. They had they had uh on their head, they had a veil. How do you say it in English? Uh veil. Yeah, veil. And I'm like, those women have no respect for God. How can he come in with that? Like that's no respect for God. That's like me coming in with the with the hat on. You know what I mean? That's disrespectful. Mm -hmm. But it's not disrespectful. But that's just the way that's just the way I would think because I didn't know any better. I was I was yeah. lost in the world. So when 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 service was over, one of the ministers there, he's no longer there at that church, he says, Are you gonna join us for, for, for dinner? I said, No, no, I, no, thank you. I'm I'm gonna I have to I'm gonna go home now. So I leave and in Cicero, my family, my cousins had a party over there. So he had the band and he had the people were getting drunk and high on drugs and everything, and I went over there to party with them. So the first of December, the first of January came in. It was a new year, and a couple of days later, I call the pastor. I call him up, and uh, and I go back to that church. I'm like, I'm like, why am I coming back to this church? Why am I even there? Why, you know? But God, God had him in my heart to go back to that church. This is what God wanted for me. So I went back to there, and I, and I, and I. I haven't seen him in person. I just talked to him before he before I was there the first time, before he 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 went to Mexico. So when I went back a couple of days, he was already back in Chicago. So we go into his office and we start talking. So when I walk into his office, I drop a cell phone. I had two cell phones on me all the time. So I you know I look under his desk and I get the cell phone off and, and I had it in my hand, and I said, "Do you know why I have two phones?" 
He says, no. I told him, because I'm a drug dealer. I sell cocaine. And he said, well, you know, if you, if you're selling cocaine, that's, you're putting your, 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 you're putting yourself at danger. You know, you're putting your, you know, your freedom at danger. You might go to prison for that. You know what I mean? And, uh, and I started talking to him. I said, well, I write songs about drug dealers. I write songs about drugs and guns and, and from, for the world, you know, and I'm good at what I do. Well, at least I thought I was, <laughs> well, I thought I was, but, uh, and uh, he says, well, yeah, well, you know, that's, that's, that's not good either, you know. But uh, he didn't really say much about that. And then uh, this is when I felt the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost came down on me. I mean, I mean, I started crying. I started, I mean, I just, my, 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 my eyes were just, just, just crying. And God mm -hmm. put in my heart, no more selling drugs, no more selling cocaine. So I give the pastor the cell phone that he would call me for drugs. The other phone was for my family and for girls if I met a, you know, if I met a girl at the club, you know. But the other one was just for drugs, just for dealing drugs. So I gave him the one just for drugs and I told him, I don't want to sell drugs anymore. I don't want I want nothing to do with this life no more. Amen. So I come I go home, I give him the phone, I go home and I had a bag of cocaine and I throw it in the toilet and I flush the toilet. And that was the last time I sold a gram of cocaine. I sold no more drugs till today. And I'm never going to do it ever again. Never, Amen. never. Where, wherever God takes me, he's going to provide without me selling cocaine. I can guarantee the whole world that. Because where Amen. he leads, he provides. Amen. So, so I stopped selling drugs, but I continue to go to the nightclubs. I continue to go Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Wednesday. You know, you know, just, you know, looking for girls. You know what I mean? Partying or whatever. And, uh. But every Sunday, every Sunday morning, I would get up and I would go back to the Christian Apostolic Church. And I'm like, why am I going to this church? I don't want to go there. I, I just, I have, I, why do I want to go to this church? Because God put that in my heart because God, the Holy Ghost, God had his plan for me. He knew what he wanted for me. So after that, I never went back to another Catholic church ever again. Amen. And uh, I, I continue going every Sunday. And then I found out they have service on Thursday. So now I'm going to service Thursday and Sunday. Mm -hmm. I started to like it. And what I like most about it, when we would go up front, almost at the end of it, that when they would put their hand on my on my forehead and pray, I would start crying. I was That was the Holy Ghost. The Holy Spirit was there. I would start mm -hmm. crying, crying. I couldn't stop crying. But that crying is a beautiful cry. It's not. It's not a cry about because you're hurt. You're crying because you're happy. Amen. Because it's God. It's the Holy Ghost touching you. You know what I mean? That's that's one of the best cries in the world when God touches you. Always remember something. When the Holy Ghost Holy Ghost touches you, that's one of the best cries in the world. Oh, don't don't ever forget that because you're not crying Amen. because you're in pain, because you're sick, because someone is hurting you. You're crying because you're happy, because you feel yeah. the Holy Spirit in your heart, in your soul, in your mind. So after that, uh, I I continued going there, and then I called the pastor. It was in September, I believe, and I said, "You know what, Pastor? I want to get I want to get baptized." And uh, he says, "When?" I says, "I says uh, this week." And then I called next day, and I said, "You know what, Pastor? I want to get baptized." I like the life that I live in. I like the parties. I like going to clubs. I like fornicating. Not, you know, women, you know what I mean? 
And uh, he says, okay, well, if you don't want to do it, that's fine. And then a couple of weeks went by and that's when it started hitting me. My, I, my heart, I was desperate. My soul was desperate to get baptized. Um, baptized. I, was, I felt that the Holy Ghost was telling me, it's time, Mauricio, to give your life to me. It's time. Amen. So I, it was a Sunday, and the, and and before service, we would have prayer where we were praying, and uh, the pastor was up front praying, and he was he was he was on his knees praying, and uh, and I told his daughter Erica, I said, Sister Erica, if I want to get baptized today, can the pastor do it? And he she went to and she went and she interrupted him from praying, and he says, Brother, let's go to my office. So we go to his office. And I said, Pastor, I'm ready to get baptized. He says, He says next week. I said, No, no, I, I have to get baptized today. I am desperate to get that. I'm desperate to get baptized. He said next week because when I said that a couple of weeks earlier, I changed my mind the next day. You know what I mean? Yeah. But he said, Well, next week. I said, No, 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 no. It's got to happen today. I need to get baptized today because I, I can die tomorrow. You never know. No, yeah. plus I was just, um, the Holy Ghost was just, I was desperate to get, the Holy Ghost was in my heart to do it, in my soul, in my mind. So uh, I, I I got baptized. We went after, uh, when, when he finished preaching and uh, we went to the, 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 how do you say it, the, the Latina de Agua, how do you say it, the pool? People get baptized. There's a, a pool or a lake or anything like that? No, just it, a it, body of water. Yeah, it was in the water at the church. Okay. And, and and I got baptized there in the name of Jesus Christ, and my whole life Amen. changed. Everything changed. Everything. No more drugs. No more guns. No more AK forty seven. No more. Amen. No more go. No no more uh, drug dealing. No more. No more going to clubs. No more. I mean, nothing. Everything changed. Literally, Amen. everything changes. The best thing any human being can do is give your life to Jesus. I don't care if Amen. you're poor or rich. Everybody has salvation. Amen. God doesn't say you got to have money to be saved. God tells me, I want your heart. I want your soul. That's what I want from you. Amen. If you're poor, if you live on the street, or if you live on the in the biggest castle, the most expensive castle in the world, we all can have salvation if we give our life to God. It doesn't matter where you live or how much money you Amen. have. Amen. And Praise God. And uh, and then like a week, two weeks later, I was at church. And before I got baptized, I would hear brothers speaking tongues. And I said, I'm never going to be able to do that. And I believe it was a week later that I got baptized. Guess what? The pastor puts his hand in my chest and he tells me, lose your tongue. And I start losing my tongue and I start speaking in, in tongues in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. I mean, I, that was impossible for me to do when I would see people do that. But it's impossible for the man. It's not impossible for the king, Jesus Christ. Amen. He Amen. can do anything in less than a second in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Praise God. So uh, when I when when I when I did that, I uh, I uh, I moved back to uh, Indiana. I moved back to Indiana, and I wasn't writing. Oh well, no! Before I moved back to Indiana that Sunday that I went home that I got baptized, I had a lot of uh, you know songs about drug dealers. I had a lot of songs about uh, about the world, and the Holy Ghost says burn them. So I get I get uh, I get all the music that I have, and uh, and I start burning them. I burned them, and the ones I didn't burn, I threw to the garbage. I mean, there was no more to write, you know. 
And then when I got baptized, I got a pen to see if I can write, and I couldn't write no more. I mean, God said no more. And if God says no, it's no. If God says yes, it's yes. Amen. When God opens the door, nobody can close it. When God closes the door, nobody can open it, you know? Amen. So when I go back to, when I come back to Indiana, I was living at my mom's house, and she she, had a, she has a walk-in closet in her home. So I, 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 get in, I walk to the closet, I shut the door, and I get on my knees, and I start praying to the Lord. I say, Lord... Give me one more song about my testimony, how I give my life to you. I just want one more and I'll be happy. Well, the Bible says, if you ask, you shall receive. Mm -hmm. I already, I asked him for one song and I already recorded almost 80 songs that I wrote. Wow. Well, for, for, in the name of Jesus Christ. And I have more songs that I haven't recorded yet. And I'm writing more songs that I still have here that I have not recorded yet too. Amen. And uh, I start writing that. And it, it, it just, I didn't have no one to, to, to record these for me. So I'm like, why am I going to continue writing, right? And God says, you write and, and, I'll, and, I'll, and I'll put someone to record your music. And when God promises, he delivers. I mean, God does not break a promise. Amen. I break promises to God every day. I, I, I say, God, I'm going to do this and I don't do it. But he does not break his promises. Mauricio mm -hmm. does, but not the King Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Only God's perfect. You know what I mean? Amen. So, uh, you know, so he, 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 he kept his promise. He kept his word. And he says, I'm going to give you someone to record your music. So I was on Facebook and I saw the picture of El Embajador, Tomas Hernandez. And God says, that's the singer that's going to record your music. I saw his picture on Facebook. So I sent him a message and I got his number and I started talking to him. He's in Culiacán, Sinaloa, Mexico, and I was in, I'm over here, and I was in, well, at that time when we started recording, I was in Chicago, and uh, he starts, he says, do you want to record my music? He says, sure, and uh, we've already recorded seven CDs with him, seven, Amen. and with his CDs, we have 14 CDs all together right now, and I believe he's working on the 15th CD with the music that he wrote, that, I didn't write that music, but he did, I believe he's still working on that, it should be coming out probably next year. In the name mm -hmm. of Jesus Christ. So when we start recording, God puts in my heart, send music all over the world. So I send music to from 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 Mexico all the way to Chile. Mexico, South America, Central America, I mean you name it, I, I send it. I send to Cuba, Puerto Rico, La, La Republica Dominicana, I send to Canada, Africa, Spain, France. I believe it. I believe it was. Uh, was it Germany? Well, I, I don't remember, but I sent it to Germany. I mean, I just started sending music all over the world on WhatsApp. Amen. WhatsApp, it WhatsApp. You can also do ministry on WhatsApp because that gets that's global, you know. So I started doing that, and uh, uh, I started to send them to the to the radio station so they can play my Christian music at the Christian radio stations because I want people to. Hear the gospel, you know what I mean? Hear the word of God. Mm -hmm. But what God also told me to do is start sending music to the to the to the music groups from the world. So I start I start sending the music. I say I've sent to almost 200, 200 uh, music groups, almost two hundred. Wow. In the states and in Mexico, I I mean I send a lot. I send to famous artists and people that are local. And people that are just starting out, I mean, I just said, everybody needs God. I don't care how famous you are. They all need salvation in the name of Amen. Jesus Christ. Amen. So I send it, I send it, I send them to, through WhatsApp. And some I send them through the mail, some CDs and everything. But 
I mean, they're, they're hearing the gospel. So when God when God comes and God judges, you cannot say it. You did not hear the word of God because that's not true. Mm -hmm. Because God's going to say, my son, Marisa Hernandez Lechuga Jr., send you music for free about my word. So you can't say that you, that you did not hear my word. Mm -hmm. you, you heard it over, over the music, you know. And uh, and when 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 I started, and I'm still doing, it, I'm still I'm still giving out, you know, uh, CDs. I'm still giving out USBs, like the ones I send you. Yeah. When I go to the store, when I see people working, you know, construction outside the house, I stop buying and give them a, a memory, you know, a USB with music. Yeah. And we're we're still we're I mean we're still touching those souls, you know, one by one we're touching them, you know. Amen. I've traveled to uh, Florida. Georgia, Mississippi, uh, Chicago, Wisconsin, Michigan, Indiana, Ohio, and wherever we go, we give music out. I could be at a gas station. Uh, I could be. We do that in Oklahoma too. I, I we, wherever we're at, we be at a restaurant. We could be on the store, and I see people that speak Spanish because my music is only in Spanish. It's not in English. Yeah. So I give it to them. You know, I give it to them because they need salvation. You know. He might be one of the biggest war, you know. Uh, how do you say warlocks of, of 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 satanic? You know, you don't know who that person is. Yeah. So why not give him a musical so God can touch his heart and give his life to God? You don't know if that person that I give uh, the 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 USB yesterday. You don't know if he's a rapist. You don't know who he is. Yeah. God can touch his heart so he can stop doing what he does and give his life to Jesus. You know. Amen. Or I can give a, a, a memory card or, or a USB or a CD to a woman that she probably, she's one of the biggest witch, witches, uh, you know, on earth. You know what I mean? You never know who they are. Yeah. You know, so they hear the message and they give their life to, to, to God. That's that's what we want to do. That's what we're continuing to do right now with the ministry. Amen. Yeah, and definitely just uh, spread the gospel the, the way that you know how to do it. And it was a blessing to have received those USBs that you sent because I've been able to uh, hand them out uh, here and there. Like when I go to like the um, Hispanic stores or like the laundromat and stuff like that. Yeah, Especially yeah. here in Grand Rapids, like oh, there's, yeah. uh, there's a lot of Hispanics here. Like everywhere you go, there's Hispanics. So... Yeah, and um, I mean, it's been it's been a blessing, man, and it was a blessing hearing your testimony too. Like I, I, I felt that that it was um, um, important to to share this testimony in English too. You know, we, we 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 were able to do it in Spanish, but you know, even though your music is in English, but you know, the things that you went through, like I feel like like it was important for others to hear because. You know, it's like with the Hispanic community, you know, like the drug dealing and the um, uh, the narco corridos and the witchcraft and all that stuff, the santos and all that. It's a really big, uh, big thing with within us. And and it's important to hear, like, you know, testimonies of of, of people that God took them out of that, because, you know, it's like you were saying when when before you you threw out those images, you know, you were questioning, you were you were having a war between good and evil because God was telling you to throw those things out, but then you had the devil behind you trying to tell you that that it was God that you were throwing away when it's not that, you know, yep. especially like with the drugs too, like like I know the majority of the Hispanic kids, you know, they think that's a cool thing. They see it as a career, you know, yeah. like they see it as, as, I don't know, it's just a huge thing. So it was nice to have had a testimony like this here on JR podcast, because, you know, every testimony that that's been on here is different. 
you know, but, but this one is, is it'll be good for the youth because, you know, when you're in that, or even before, when you get into that game of selling drugs and doing, um, brujeria and all that stuff or the witchcraft, um, they think that it's a really cool thing because that's what the what the people in the music make it seem like. But, you know, it's a different story when you're in it, when you're actually selling drugs and you're actually doing the, the witchcraft. Like it's a it's like you put yourself in a box that you can't get out of. But, you know, I assume that you felt like that as well because your heart was cry- crying out when you wanted to get baptized. But that was just God, you know, um, um just pushing you to to seek him and just get baptized and stuff like that. So one of the things I wanted to ask is when you you said you got uh baptized, no, when when um when you sold drugs for the last time, you know, you said you walked into the pastor's uh, office and you felt the Holy Spirit just come down on you and stuff like that and you just let the drug game go and, and flush down drugs and stuff like that. You said that you changed, that something changed within you. Can you describe that a little bit for our listeners? Well, when, when I was touched by the Holy Ghost, God put in my heart and my mind and my soul that selling drugs was not good no more. He says, no more drugs. You, you, you have to stop that. That's, that's not what I want you to do no more. Uh, yeah. I didn't know any better, but what God was saying is, I want you, I want to prepare you to work for me. Yeah. In order for you to work for me, you can't be selling drugs. Yeah. Either you're in the world or you're with me, you know? Like, can yeah. I make you a songwriter? I didn't know that this was going to happen. He can't make me a songwriter if I'm a drug dealer and write about God, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's pretty much how 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 i uh how i, I mean I, I was just touched i just started crying i cried so much i, I cried and yeah. i cried and i but it was it was it was a good crying it wasn't because i was in pain yeah. it was because i was happy because it was the holy ghost touching me you know yeah and i'm gonna yeah. tell you something that, that i didn't tell you last time when we were in california i thought i was gonna live in california my whole life but you know why we moved from california because our own family did witchcraft to us our own family. My dad's sister and his his brother's girlfriend did witchcraft to me and my family. That's why we left California because we had too many problems with them. Your own family is going to hurt you. Your own family is going to betray you. Your own yeah. family is going to harm you. Believe it or not, a lot of the evilness is in your own family. Then fake yeah. friends. Then people that know you. Always remember that, that your family yeah. are the first ones that are going to hurt you instead of helping you sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, um, it's a sad thing because when you're, you're in that stuff, when you're doing, uh, the, the witchcraft and all that, um, the evil just takes over you and you don't know what you're doing, right. you know, and, and, and the enemy makes you do things that, that you wouldn't do with it with that. You wouldn't do in your right mind, especially, you know, uh, hurting your family and all that stuff, you know? So yeah, man, that thing, it, it seems to be a huge issue uh, nowadays, like the witchcraft and all that stuff. It's, it's, it's becoming more common and people see it as, as, as harmless, but you know, the devil really, really has um, uh, deceived our youth with that. You know, they, they think that it's just something normal and stuff, and, and it's really not. But, you know, um, like I said, you know, it was a blessing for you to have shared that, 
you know, especially like with the um, like with the Santos and all that stuff. Like, you know, I I I know individuals that are big into that, you know, and yeah. I I myself I didn't I didn't grow up in that. I I grew up Pentecostal, so I I wasn't um. I didn't go through that phase of like um, bowing down to the Santos and all that stuff. But I did go through a phase in my life when I was in the streets to um, doing Santeria and stuff. So I kind of relate to it, you know, in in some sense. But that's the only thing I can share with them. Like my like my love for that statue that I had at the time and the, the holiness that I thought I saw within it. But, you know, having someone that that actually had like the the Virgen de Guadalupe and like the other Santos that are very. I I know who they are because I hear them all over corridos. I hear them all over people just speaking in general, like they're just talking about it, like like, oh, like the San Judas is going to take care of me. And, you know, just things like that. And um, it was nice to have heard the way you described everything, because I. I feel like there's a proper way of of um, talking to people about this being bad. You know, I feel that you know there there is a lot of um, Christians or believers that that just have a really really rough way of explaining things. But the way you described it is the way it should be. You know, you should approach people with a loving heart and and just sharing what you went through and it and it was just amazing and. You know, just um, yeah, man. Just keep on doing what you're doing, man, because it's it's a huge blessing. Yeah, thank you. And you know, how, you know how you say that. You know, people that did witchcraft, big timers. Yeah, did witchcraft. Yeah, both of my grandmas did witchcraft. Mm. My mom's mom and my dad's mom. My mom's mom was one of the biggest witches in our town in Palestina, Durango. She was a big, 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 big time witch for for brujeria. For witchcraft, oh, wow. we have yeah. to do a part two in Spanish next time. Yeah, we definitely do because I, my grandma, um, she's with the Lord now, but my grandma, I have some stories about my grandma because she was an evangelist, yeah. and my grandma was a, she was a powerful, powerful woman of God, and oh, and she would, um, we we um, they were from Texas, and and I don't I don't know if you're familiar with the, um with the uh, uh how popular witchcraft is in south texas but it it's it's big over there man like you see yeah. lechuzas flying everywhere in the middle of the night and they have um shops and stuff like that that sell lechuzas to do brujeria and stuff like that and my grandma she was a type of woman that she was like you she wanted to share the gospel with everybody and she didn't care if you were the top dog of brujeria she was she was a type that would say I know who goes with me. I know who walks with me. And in, in the name of Jesus, right. you're going to hear the gospel. And, and yeah, we definitely have to make a part two because that's a, that's a very powerful subject to, to speak on. Well, let's just make a part two in Spanish uh, because, yeah, my grandmothers were brujas. And mm-hmm. and uh, there's, just, there's just so many things to say about my town where my mom was yeah. born in yeah. El Rancho that uh, we need to talk about this next time. And... Uh, and tell you how my mom's side of the family, yeah, yeah, they're, they they did a lot of bad things with with with, with witchcraft, and ne- that'll yeah. be next time that we do another one. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, 
Yeah, yeah, and I read, I read a lot of songs about about witchcraft. I read a lot of. You, should, you have you heard one of the USBs that I send you? I haven't. I haven't heard any of them yet. I haven't heard it yet, but I will. We, I have. I on volume thirteen. I I did. I, I wrote a CD about selling your soul to the devil. Mm -hmm. About La Virgen de Guadalupe. About La Santa Muerte. About San Judas mm -hmm. Tadeo. About Jesus Malverde. About bad spirits. I I I I did uh I did I wrote another song about uh stop doing witchcraft. I mean that that CD is all about idolatria. I mean I I named wow. the Virgin my, my, the Guadalupe. I mean I named all of them. Amen. Yeah, the we're, we're yeah we're definitely gonna have to to make a part two for the, for that because um it's an important subject. It's uh something that that um that needs to be spoken about, especially with, with, you know, I, I really haven't shared, like I've, I've shared experiences of me, um, how I got introduced into the Santeria and it was all because of drug dealing too. You know, yeah. Santeria is a huge thing when you, when you sell drugs. Yeah. So, you know, like I haven't shared details of it, of, of how, you know, the kinds of things that I intended to do, but God was with me the whole time. Like, you know, I, I try to, I mean, it'll be a whole, whole subject to, to, to speak on, but you know, I, I'd be down to, to share that, but Absolutely. yeah, man, yeah. um, we can get that scheduled, but for right yeah. now, you know, it was a beautiful thing to have heard your testimony. I really appreciate you. Um, time really, really, uh, um, is not on our side right now. Okay. Um, so yeah, thank you again, man, for, for just taking time out of your day to share your testimony. Again, it was beautiful to have heard it. And um, just like the first time, it was a blessing. It was a blessing the second time. So I can't wait to upload this. And for everybody listening, I pray that you guys enjoyed this. Uh, my, my brother Mauricio really um, is really passionate about sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ. And I know that, that, that he feels blessed sharing his testimony with you in English. Um, you know, if you speak Spanish and you want to hear it in Spanish, uh, just go ahead and 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 go look at the uh the other podcast that I have and and you'll see his name on there but you know just for um for future reference um you know just go check it out but um you know God is good and um just thank you guys for for listening to another episode of JR podcast God bless you guys in Jesus name peace amen yes